Alright, so I guess the subject today is the there's no subject actually. I'm just gonna record. Um it's been a lot of back and forth going on. I'll say that I won't call it a subject, I'll just say there's been a lot of back and forth going on uh, for quite some time now. Um, definitely since the Kyrie Irving trade. If you guys are not aware, Kyrie Irving was traded. Isaiah Thomas, Pick, and Jay Crowder. Alright, and ever since that day, there's been a lot of back and forth on both sides of people saying that um, one or the other teams feel like they got the best of the trade. Alright. And with that also being said, there's also a bigger debate going on that continues to go on. That's been going on for years. Um, I don't know why so early. IT just misses a free throw. But uh, it's neither here nor there. But there's a debate going on about LeBron James' legacy when compared to one, the only one, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Alright, I'm not doing it. I didn't make it up. Just reporting that that is a narrative, that is a subject matter. Alright. So with that being said, I'm gonna pass it over to my co-host. And I'm gonna let her just kind of tell you what she feels about that argument and how she feels about the Kyrie Irving and Isaiah Thomas trade. As we watch the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. Introduce yourself to the people. <laughs> Are you a fan of basketball? Uh, yes. Okay. Would you call yourself a passionate fan? Very passionate. Very kind of take, you know, a lot of stuff personal. Wow. Wow. That's crazy, B. To take it personal? You're really passionate, huh? Yep. Okay, okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, I know a lot of people that are really passionate about sports teams. Definitely Atlanta fans. <coughs> um, very passionate about their sports teams. Passionate to a fault sometimes. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah. My name is Sheeta B. Uh oh. Get right to it. Oh. Take it over then, dude. I'm not taking over nothing. Dude. I just said my name is Sheeta B. I didn't even tell him my name. I'm just gonna give him right. the facts. Okay. But anyway, my name is JBZ for three Z. But that's neither here nor there. Once we lay these facts, you'll want to know who we are. So, either way, the fact of LeBron James and this Cleveland Cavaliers team, what do you feel about them? What do you feel about LeBron himself and what he's done over the last 15 years? That's a bit Mike Bride, I think. Okay, LeBron, I'll make LeBron, it. LeBron, he's you know, a good player, a great player. But I don't like the whole argument of like him being the best or the greatest of all time because that's kind of ridiculous to me. Hmm. Hmm. So LeBron James should not call himself the greatest player of all time or people shouldn't call LeBron James the greatest player of all time? Neither. Neither. And you judge the greatest of all time by... Holding him to the standard of like another individual or... No, is it rings? Is it points? Is it, it impact is, on the game? I mean, of course, the rings and your ability to actually impact the game or actually like finish shots that are like critical and critical moments of the game. Okay, okay. He's not able to do that. Okay, okay. I am um, happy to agree with you on that. I do judge the greatest of all time by what they do in critical moments. Um, that's really all I care about if you want to call yourself the greatest or anyone wants to call you the greatest. So, with that being said, um, we'll get right to ooh, it. Ooh, ooh. As Westbrook gets right to it. 
we'll get right to it. What do you give LeBron as far as a great, average, or um, lower than average player <laughs> in critical moments? Do you give him a great grade, average grade, or below average grade in, in critical, moments? critical moments? He is average, and sometimes he's like below average because he could like be in a crucial moment of the game. He blows several layups. You know, he don't finish shots when he's passing up shots and like trying to put the pressure on someone else. He's not finishing free throws. It's just below average. Below average or average. So how long have you noticed this below average or average play from LeBron in critical moments? Um, how long have you been noticing this? I mean, of course, you know, throughout his entire career, but over the last, I'd say three to four years, it's gotten worse. Okay. All right. So it's gotten worse. All right, so we're back, you know, back in action. But, yeah, we were speaking about LeBron and, um, uh, you know, just his play in critical moments and how we felt like it has diminished over time. Yeah, and I kind of hate that, you know, his fans are always coming to his defense, like, basically saying he's the greatest, like, and their only, like, argument behind that is, like, his statistics. Like, mm-hmm. they can't, like... When you bring up moments of LeBron blowing a big layup in a game or him missing his big shot or he didn't finish this way, they're like, so, but he averaged 30 and 10 and 15. and That is the comeback. Like, why does that even matter if he couldn't finish in that moment when he needed to get that bucket? And if you, my thing is, if you want to bring up statistics, bring up all statistics. What about Please. the fact that he's been to the finals six times and only won two or three or whatever he has right now? That statistic is awful compared to the greatest. There's only one greatest that people were speaking of compared to LeBron, and he's already blew that stat. That stat can't be changed. He's two for five or three for five or whatever his number mm-hmm. is, and that won't change. You can only add more on both sides of that stat. You can attempt more. Or you can lose more. Mm-hmm. But you won't be five for five. You won't be a final MVP every time. And they gave you one of them. All right? And I just want people to understand that LeBron James was gifted a finals MVP trophy the year oh, yes. that they won and, and came back from 3-1. Oh, yes. They stole that away from my man, Kyrie. And they never really, like, appreciated Kyrie the way that they should have, and that's why they don't have him today. That's why he's no longer there. All right, that's how we got to where we are. Let me just explain that to you. All right, y'all tried to act like y'all didn't know what was going on. Y'all were so busy celebrating because LeBron won, and y'all were so busy trying to hide the facts again that y'all skipped over the body language that was passed and the feelings that were given in that moment right. when they stole the MVP trophy from Kyrie Irving right. and handed it to LeBron James. Right. Nobody you said good shot, Kyrie. Nobody. Like- Nobody. And because I sit and watch each and every detail, I'm a hater. <laughs> I don't understand that. I was watching the final just like you. I just didn't skip over the fact that they gave him somebody else's trophy. And he felt the type of way about that, Clearly. He had already been dealing with the fact that he felt like he was a second row, a second guy. I mean, but, okay, who wouldn't take that backseat to LeBron? But it came to a point where, like, LeBron's not even producing, like, he, like the best player in the world that he is, quotations around that, air quotes. 
he's not producing and I have to like basically carry his weight and then like he don't even turn around and say you know good job youngin or thank you or none of that like you just tried to take all the credit he took it when they gave it to him first of all first and foremost they gave him that trophy LeBron didn't want that MVP he probably was nervous on the inside that it wasn't his they gave it to him and like the punk that he is and I'll explain why he's a punk in later episodes but like the punk that he is he took it once they gave it to him, he didn't say, look, appreciate you, bro. He didn't say, shout out to my dog. He ran away with it. <laughs> if it's between me and you and we both know we're great and we helped do it, how could you do that? Right. You ended a, a, a relationship with a 25-year-old superstar. And you told this guy you was going to hand him the keys eventually. Like You handed him the keys in that series. <laughs> Okay. He already had the keys. You were clearly a co-star. Yes, you had these stats, if that's all you want to say. Oh, my gosh. What? Like, those stats weren't impacting the game. They weren't in key moments. Because you would have those, like, this brilliant stat line, and the Warriors would, like, whoop your ass by 30. Who cares what so your So, who stat cares line if was? you had, like, a triple-double? Against Sean Livingston. He's a backup. Why is he a backup? Because they're up 30. <laughs> Why are they up 30? Because how poor you played. And then, then I didn't even think about Because, you know, the year that they won, you know, I really hate the, the bitch-ass actions that he had, like with getting Draymond suspended and all that shit. Because had that not happened, you guys wouldn't even won in Cleveland. Like, so let's just be clear about that, too. So we're going to spend a lot of time right here um, at this moment, you know, because I feel like people – um, underestimate this moment, and I feel like people don't give it. It's just due. This moment means a lot to the the things we see in front of us today. So we're gonna spend some more time in this moment. All right. So the moment that we're speaking about is the Cleveland Golden State series, um, the famous series. If y'all don't remember, Golden State went seventy three and nine. In the regular season, um, one of the best records ever. Um, it was a great regular season for the Warriors. The Cavaliers came in, um, as they always do, limping um, until the playoffs <laughs> start. And they hit the switch and they beat everybody in the East, which they right. normally do. Nothing right. new. The Warriors did something new. They broke a record. This was before Kevin Durant, everyone. Okay? So, um, LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers make it to the finals. Um, they're down 3-1, getting their ass kicked. And at that time, um, it was looking really bad for the Cavaliers. It was. And I think he had to resort to, you know, doing some dumb shit like pushing Draymond's buttons in order to it in order to write another narrative of the series. He had to like desperate times cost a desperate man. It was really right? desperate. It was really, <laughs> really awful. They were getting really, really beat down badly. Um and he did what he had to do. Um, and for whatever reason, Draymond reacted the way he reacted. Um, if y'all don't remember, he literally stepped over him. How can you step over a grown-ass man and put your nuts on somebody's head and you think that they not going to react in any kind of way, like trying to get you off of them? He thought that he would react. And then after that, you go and run to the podium saying, there's just some things you don't say to another grown man with three kids. Like, bruh, how soft are we now? Step like over niggas him. be out there getting called all kind of things all the time on the court, and for you to bring that back to the podium to the media, like that was that was a bitch ass move. That's what he does about everything. He does it every time Lance Stevenson locks him up. 
He says Lance Stevenson is a dirty player. Lance Make Him Dance doesn't oh, sound man. like a dirty name to me. Um, <laughs> Born Ready doesn't sound like a dirty name to me. Um, the fact that he has a basketball lineage in New York City, people know him not to be a dirty player. Um, but he just so happens to have the correct size and prototypical body and quickness of feet and <laughs> care inside and heart to lock you up. That's all it takes. Okay. So anyway, because he locks you up all the time and he blows in your face, you call him a dirty player, but that's neither here nor there. All right. You felt the same way about Draymond Green because they were whooping y'all's ass. All right. And you stepped over this guy. After you stepped over him, he reacts, he gets suspended, you get on the podium, you cry, and at that point, the league was all in your hands once again. Once again. Typical LeBron. He always cries when he doesn't get his way. He cried to have a point guard last year. That was so disrespectful. Like, why were you even disrespecting Kyrie like that? Why? You need a point guard. Why? This, this man at that time was 24 years old, fresh legs. Nothing wrong with Kyrie. For you LeBron fans that say y'all LeBron fans, admit that he cries all the time. Y'all never bring up the fact that he literally cries. He cried when Draymond Green stepped over him. He cried when he said he needed a point guard. He's going to cry again this season. <laughs> he needs to be crying to have IT sorry ass kicked off his team. That's what he needs to cry about. Because he trash. And the nerve of him to think that he is in the same upper echelon as LeBron James. We're going to get there. We're going to get there, baby. We're going to get there. All right, we still at Golden State Cleveland. So you cried like you always do, and they gave you your way, which means the whistle started going your way. Um, things started changing for Cleveland. Y'all were getting a lot of good calls. You know, the team woke up, the crowd woke up because you cried, okay? So y'all came back, and that was primarily due to nobody other than Kyrie Irving, period. Facts. Point blank. Primarily, he was the reason. In crucial moments, which we judge the greatest by, we just already set the criteria, he was the primary target. That's facts. And I don't want to seem like, make it seem like we're just harboring on LeBron, like we are just like LeBron haters, because I mean, I respect really LeBron. Really respect the guy. He's a great player. Dope but player. if you're going to call yourself the best player in the world, nigga, play like it. Period. All the time. Don't pick and choose. Don't. When y'all playing... Damn, Washington, like, drop 40 on them and then go play, like, trash when y'all playing Golden State. Like. If you're the greatest ever, which Steph is, all these players is, don't fucking cry and complain. Don't cry and complain. Don't call people dirty. You're the greatest player. Why do you care? If you're great, counter it. Don't cry. That's all we saying, okay? We just got higher standards than y'all for y'all greatest. That's it. Don't hate LeBron. Don't take it Don't take it personal, okay? There's nothing to take personal here, all right? So, LeBron comes back primarily due to Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving hits one of the hands-down greatest shots in finals history that we remember. I can't, right. I can't speak for times that, you know, I weren't there. I'm sure there were some shots that were so great. He goes in that, that round. He's in the category, damn it. Yeah. That shot was flat-out great. If you don't remember the shot, I'll let... She to be break it down for you. Oh. What shot was it? What what did Kyrie Irving do on this play that was so famous? Who's guarding him still? Anybody it didn't matter. At that point, it didn't matter. He had got so many buckets on the go, it go to state been, Warriors. What five seconds left on the clock? Knockdown shot. It was on the right wing. Yeah. 
There was a nice little one, two step back yeah. to the right. He broke stuff off. He had been breaking them down the whole fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson hit him with one of the nastiest spin move fadeaways off the glass. This dude is six one shooting off the glass. Like he's shooting over six six guard off the glass. You know how hard it is for you non basketball players. All right. This is a turnaround fadeaway. He can't even see the backboard. He's six one. He hits it. I'm going crazy. Cause I know how hard this shot got to be. You can't even see the glass. He nails it. It's, it's not even one of those shots where it hits the rim a lot. You don't even think he meant to do that. He meant to hit glass, period. That's how skilled this guy is. Hits another step back, wins the game. Yes, LeBron had a chase down block for y'all to jock so bad to think we just hate <laughs> LeBron so much. And yes, he had a chase great. down block. Great block. Yeah, great block. He had some defensive plays. He got some key rebounds. Mm-hmm. He got to the free throw line one time and went one for two. Yeah, he also missed a lot of layups that game. A lot of them. He made a lot of bad plays. He had eventually just deferred to Kyrie Irving, period. For y'all that LeBron fans? Actually, before Kyrie came down and hit that shot, LeBron had a play right before that where he actually missed the layup, and it was crucial. Like, they needed to score right there because if, if they didn't, like, it was it, had, it was in Golden State's favor. Like, Golden State was actually about to win. And then here comes Kyrie and just hit a dagger and just, like, kills everybody hard, like, Mr. Uncle Drew, okay? At one point, there was a clear deference from LeBron James to Kyrie Irving. He was clearly giving him the ball and moving out the the hell out the way, period. You act like you weren't there, LeBron fans. That happened, okay? So he brought y'all back. He wins the series. When the cameras get ready to cut on, I just know Kyrie Irving gonna be on that thing. Like, okay, I'm just sitting here like my boy gonna finally get his shine. He just ball. All cameras go to LeBron. Whew. Immediately. Immediately. Not even five seconds. Yeah, I was so mad. I was sitting here with my lovely wife in complete disgust. <laughs> After one of the greatest players, I won't call him the best player or the greatest, one of the greatest players and one of the greatest young players in the game won a trophy. I was mad. Why? Why would I be mad at that? I'm a basketball fan. Why would I be mad at that? It's not everybody personal. Everybody wanted to act like Kyrie didn't exist, but that's okay because now he's showing everybody who and what he is. So that's what's going to bring us to now, and I'm glad that we got here. We had to unpack that for y'all who think that we just had this crazy view of why we feel this way because um, that's all you LeBron's fans say. But I just want to unpack that series for y'all and how impactful it was to us, okay? So... Kyrie Irving doesn't get any credit, not even five seconds. My wife was sitting here with me, so I wasn't going crazy. Not even five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. Here go LeBron. I'm like, did he hit the shot? And after that, we think, okay, Brian going to get Kyrie some credit. He going to say, man, shout out to my little bro. No. <laughs> he did not. Nothing. Nothing. Forgot about the shot. The shot is no longer remembered. Yeah. Diminish this great shot to be the 73 and 19. It's crazy to me, though, because when you teamed up with a DUA, like, even after you won the final MVP, you turn around and you say, you know, thanks, you know, I couldn't have done it without you, da da da. Like, you could have gave him that same. Right. That same acknowledgement. You had already done that to an all star, to a great player. You had you acknowledged D-Wade so much, I got tired of it. Matter of fact, y'all lost one year because you was too busy acknowledging D-Wade. 
And he wanted you to just take over. But then when it's Kyrie turn, you don't give him nothing? Which is crazy that you don't give him nothing because when you seen things were wrapping up in Miami, you turned around and you looked over there at Kyrie like, oh, I can ride that young young man's wave right there. Like, he that guy, he that deal. So I'm going to go team up with him since you, you needed a point guard so much. He said that. If, if there, I wish we can go back to tape. He literally said on footage, my kids were so happy because I was going to play with Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. You went to ride a wave. Point blank. He had already had the team headed, trending the right way. Mm-hmm. They were getting a bit of relevance. They weren't good, but they were coming up. People were worried about Kyrie. Kyrie's making all-star games. He was doing good things. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't ride the wave. You got on the wave. You took it over. You prima donna it. And then he gets ready to leave, which is where we are now, due to the fact that you gave him no credit. After he hit the biggest shot, probably in the... The whole comeback, Cleveland, I need to win y'all a championship rally. He did. He had the biggest moment. Mm-hmm. You gave him no credit. So he decides at that point to me, I'm sorry. I'm just one person. I don't. I can't speak for everybody. I felt like Kyrie Irving said he was leaving after that. Yeah. I feel like it's been all downhill since that shot. Yeah, me too. What more could he have done to claim his stake in the Cleveland Cavaliers organization? Yeah, me too. And then, you know, the whole trade talks behind the scenes, they were, like, trying to shop him around secretly and They've stuff like that. They've been doing that for so, quite a while, also with Kevin Love. Yeah. So, now we are where we are. Um, Kyrie Irving is no longer a Cleveland Cavalier. As my wife eloquently stated, um, there were a lot of rumors going around that he would be moved. Kyrie then got infuriated by the fact that he had been openly um included in trade talks and he demanded a trade to no longer be under LeBron James and no longer play the second fiddle to what some people see as the greatest player in the game ever. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. So like the great organization that is the Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. they made a business decision. Mm-hmm. And what decision did they make? To acquire Kyrie Irving. It was very businesslike because you look at the contracts that they gave up, which mm-hmm. they were looking at, mm-hmm. and the talent also, because they didn't give up a Jalen Brown, a Jason Tatum. They didn't give up no. a future all-star. They gave you a contract that needed to be signed. Isaiah Thomas is due a contract next year. They gave you a contract of Jay Crowder, which didn't cost them anything. He was very underpaid. And they gave you a pick that is no longer one of the top five picks probably this year, the way the Brooklyn Nets are playing. So they made a business decision to rob you of what was your key future franchise player, period. Mm-hmm. Period. Who else was on that team? Nobody. Anybody you want to build a team around? Spend some money on? A couple hundred million? <laughs> It's crazy, and then I didn't like the whole. Like, it was funny to me, you know, when the trade went down, everybody trying to look around and say Kyrie's losing, the Cavs won in this situation. Look at their roster; they have the better roster. Blah blah blah, X Y Z. And I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, like, cause if you know basketball, like you just trying to look at a roster and look at these big names on this roster, and you saying that, oh, this team's gonna be better. But I'm like, no, look at the fucking Celtics roster. 
Look at him. Gordon Haywood. Hmm. Kyrie Irving. Hmm. Still got Marky Smart, hmm. which is a good defensive player. He's going to bring hmm. that toughness to the team. Hmm. Hmm. Don't cost Jaylen you nothing. Jalen Brown. Hmm. Don't cost you nothing. Like, Jason Tatum is like. Free. Rookie deal. So, how can y'all look at that and say, maybe they didn't think, like, the two younger guys were going to play that well. That's that's probably, I don't know why, because Jalen played well last year. Boston or Cleveland didn't think that? Um... Cleveland, think Cleveland not even just Boston. It's not a Boston-Cleveland thing. The spectators, like everybody that was saying that Cleveland had Okay, the roster. people that were saying that that was yeah. a good trade, they didn't think the young yeah. guys would be ready. They yeah. don't know basketball. Yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I'm thinking. They about. don't know basketball. And we're, we're, I'm not done letting Rashida speak, but I'm just going to emphasize that you don't know basketball if you saw those two young pieces last year at where they were and you ain't think they would do what they're doing now. Right. But, you know. I mean, it's crazy. And then, you know, you had everybody like, oh, our, our roster is so much better. We got IT, IT. He's going to turn up the Cavs and this and that. I'm like, huh? First of all, I never really understood what the whole IT hype was about. Like, hey, decent. But this nigga 5'9", like, I always, even when he was having playing, having those great years in Boston, which weren't but two. Even when, you know, he was having, like, them good seasons and whatever. Like, I really didn't respect it because I'm like, the nigga 5'9". Like, first of all, these niggas probably not really guarding you out here. I was pissed off that year they snubbed Kyrie from the All-Star and gave it to this nigga. But I'm like, okay, maybe because, you know, Kyrie was injured. He was getting over it, recovering from surgery or whatever. So maybe, you know, they did that because he Kyrie hadn't played many games of him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But somehow, in between that time, this nigga IT got in his brain that he's one of the greats. And he got in his brain that because of what you just said. When they made the trade, and because they're in Boston, everybody was IT, 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 IT. He heard that for a whole, almost 365, a little bit more than that. He heard it for like a year and a half. So cocky, yo. Like, to tweet that niggas must have forgot that I was busting your favorite PG's ass all last year. Like, dude, they probably wasn't even guarding you for real. And then when it came down to playoffs, yeah, you know, you probably had, you had tragedy in your family. I'm not going to take that away from you. But... When the playoffs, when niggas was facing you up, like, you couldn't do shit. Never you couldn't has. guard a soul. You never has. You're not the best teammate. No. You can't guard anybody. And only when you come down, you're only looking to score for yourself. And he says that publicly. You're too little to, like, pass the ball to anybody. So how are you, like, even, like, the nerve of you? Like, yeah, I might ride, like, get on LeBron about, like, missing shots and shit like that, but you can't take shit away from LeBron. LeBron is great. Mm-hmm. The nerve of you, Isaiah, to try to put yourself in the same category as LeBron. Like, nigga, you ain't even put in the work that LeBron has put in. And when she's saying that he says he put himself in the same category, there was a quote from Isaiah this week um, where he says that he feels like the pre- the problem they're having is that they're two great players. Um, and LeBron is a little bit closer to greatness than me, quote unquote, <laughs> um, that are trying to get along and trying to re- realize how to work together. They both have respect for one another. They realize how great the other one is. And it was just sounding like they were Jim and Joe, My nigga, Billy like, and Bob. You, like you, you, you saying that like, as if you're D Wade or something like D Wade and LeBron teaming together. You're Isaiah Thomas. You're not like a big household, like name of like, I don't know. It's still 
PG's in the league that's better than you to me. I mean, ain't told no to me. There's that's a fact. Kimber Walker, I'm taking him over you. John Wall, taking him over you. Eric Blesso, taking him over you. All right. There's so many more. Kyle Lowry, I'm taking him over you. Okay. Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. And this is just the East. We're not even going to spend time on the West. This is just the East Coast, which ain't even better than the West Coast. Okay. Ola Depot's not a point guard, but I'm going to tell you why he qualifies in this category because IT came out and told you he wasn't a point guard. <laughs> so you can get in the, in the batch with them, Bradley Bills, the Ola Depots. You can get in the batch with them also, young nigga. Okay? Because of what the fuck you was doing all offseason, talking all Stop this trash. Talking cash money about how great you were. And the only reason you did that shit because you were hurt. Because if you had been out there, you wouldn't have been saying all that you shit. You would have been saying that. And you I, needed some attention. I still don't understand why he's so butthurt about the trade. Like, I understand, you know, when it first went down, who wouldn't be sad? Like, oh, my God, they traded me. Like, and I thought we had such and such. But months had passed by, you Uh-oh. still feeling the same oh, way. Oh, you should have just attacked him. With, oh, he said he's going to post him. Dang. Months went by, you still feeling the same way. You were so much in your feelings that you turned down a tribute from them, which I don't understand why the fuck they're tri- giving you a tribute anyway. Like, you haven't done shit. You haven't brought nothing to their city. You're not Paul Pierce. You're not KG. You're not Ray Allen. You're not fucking Rondo. Mm-mm, not even Big Baby Davis. No. You haven't brought nothing you're not to Not even them. Doc Rivers. Like, they have so many names in front of you in Boston, bro. And the nerve of you to cry, like... Because they got rid of you. Like, and you it's a business decision. You weren't there that long. You were only there for two Paul seconds. George was longer with, with Indiana than you were with them. But he ain't cry. Like, I, I don't get that. He, like, literally cried. And then you tried to, like, the nerve of you to even want your shit the same night that they going to honor Paul Pierce. And before that. The truth, nigga. When they were going to honor you, you had the nerve to come out your mouth and say, don't honor me because I ain't playing tonight. Who are you? We they shouldn't even be honoring you at all. <laughs> Who are you? Why are you even being honored? The nerve of you to think that you're going to... Like, I feel Paul Pierce on that shit. Like, no, nigga, you can't have none of my shit. I don't give a damn if it's only for two minutes. I want them two minutes to be about me as well. And like he All said... All the shit he brought to that city... Post him up. We're posting up Isaiah Little ass right now. Post him up. Don't don't pass out. Get right back. He put in his time, and why would you want... Would anybody else want their legacy and their greatness, like, disrupted by Isaiah Thomas, who only gave these niggas two seasons, and then didn't bring them no championship on top of that? And like he said, Danny, he when he spoke to Danny, a person that gave Boston everything, who was Paul Pierce, he went and spoke to his general manager and said, Danny, he played you. You gave him a night, and he said no. Thank you. He declined your shit. And when it's my time, I got to share with a person who declined and shit? No. Never. And you, y'all ain't gonna disrespect my legacy like that. And the nerve of people to be, like, mad at Paul Pierce for that shit. Like, y'all, y'all wildin'. And, and Anybody they... else that was, like, such a great person how Paul Pierce was in Boston to whatever team they, whatever franchise they was a part of would not want nobody else being on, on their night. Correct. Period. Correct. So, I'm not even gonna go to that night because we know he's not owed that one. The first one. He has the nerve to reject you (laughs) and tell you that he doesn't want a tribute because he's not playing on that night. He wants it to be about the team, blah, blah, blah. He got family there. He don't want them distracted, blah, 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 blah. And y'all go through with the request. You follow his request. You follow his timeline. And he has the freaking nerve of this fucking two-year all-star that just got like his 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 fame ain't but two years long right. and he had a fucking nerve to show up late to the fucking game like you walk in like they was gonna give you some grand ass entrance you that fucking ego censored 
not only that, like, to me, the man looked like he was high as fuck on the bench. Like. He definitely was on the shits. <laughs> There's no question. But uh, we don't judge on this podcast. We oh, don't judge. It's neither here nor there. Hey, whatever floats your I boat. I just don't understand. Maybe they felt so guilty. They felt bad about, you know, how how hurt Isaiah was. That that's the only reason why they were giving him a tribute. But I don't even understand why he even... He doesn't deserve the tribute to to begin with. If you say you're going to give him a tribute... Did he, y'all give Ray Allen a tribute when he left y'all ass? Like... No, and they're more of a deserving player that need a tribute in Boston. All right, that's just flat out. But if you're going to give him a tribute, he denies it. And you follow his request, and he shows up late like a perv. And y'all sit here thinking about giving him another night? Not even just another night. The night that y'all honoring somebody that was a real legend in Boston. Right. Gave y'all 15 years, multiple All-Star games, championships, Eastern Conference Finals. Game winners brought two superstars to y'all because without him, y'all would have not given y'all would have never got Ray Allen and KG nope. if Paul Pierce was never a Boston right. Celtic. Right. Period. Facts. They would have never came there to play right. by themselves. Okay. And y'all want to compare him to a person that went there two fucking years that didn't win y'all nothing. Nothing at all. I know y'all wanted to beat LeBron in something, so that regular season trophy meant something to y'all. In Boston. But that ain't worth a tribute, damn it. No. A regular season trophy? Really? Because no. when it mattered in the ECF, that's when you should care about beating LeBron. Do you really think, as a basketball fan, that they're going to honor the Hawks and give everybody a tribute for going and being first place in the East? Nope. One year out of a random-ass year? Out of 10 years, we were first place. And you think they're going to bring Jeff T back in 40 years and be like, hey, y'all, this was he was part of his first place team that didn't win that shit? Nope. <laughs> this that's what that's what the equivalent of IT is doing right now. They were the Hawks. They were desperate, like every other team that been trying to beat LeBron. The league is just getting too soft, man. We are gonna get to that too. So IT is now a Cleveland Cavalier. Have him, love him. Don't try to run him off. Hell no, nah, y'all talked all that shit, and we talking to people in particular that were talking <laughs> full of shit. Crap. Cash money, like cash money when he got traded. About how Isaiah was going to turn up the cash. How he just as good as Kyrie Irving. Really, like they don't even compare. Like the nerve of y'all to put Isaiah and Kyrie in the same fucking sentence. That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. He wish he could do some of the shit. Oh could man, hey, man, that was so fucking disrespectful. Y'all had a nerve to trade this man who was twenty five years old with two years on his contract. For a motherfucker who damn near 30 and need a contract with a bad attitude. He got a bad attitude because he think that he better than what he is. Like, he think he's comparable with LeBron James, man. Isaiah Thomas think He go home and be like, how me and LeBron can work this out? How you can work it out? LeBron don't need to work shit out. They just need to trade this man. Yeah, they just need to trade this man and just, you know, get something better. Cause this is not right here. You're like, he's not gonna be the answer for y'all. We're beating Golden State, and that's just facts. Like with this nigga, I don't even know if y'all. Maybe you know this year y'all will, but next year y'all definitely won't get past the Celtics. He's not the answer basketball wise, nor is he the answer. Um, he's not the answer financial wise either. You know, um, he's just not a fit for you all basketball or finances wise because you have to pay him a deal. And he's self-centered, so you know he wants a max deal. What do you feel about uh, him getting a max deal? Would you pay mm-hmm. IT? Fuck no. <laughs> you can be self-centered all you want. If you don't want to take what we're going to give your ass, okay, that's our opportunity to let your ass walk on out the door. Bye. 
Like, who cares? Right. Right. Who cares? At that point, y'all been a lost brown anyway. So don't let, don't <laughs> let IT take all your money, damn it. Just try to get a new y'all young Y'all silly. Y'all better make moves for Brian leave y'all last next year. And speaking of the sorry-ass Cavaliers, they are right now had a, almost 100 points with less than five minutes left in the fifth, third quarter. Okay? Right. They are playing no fucking defense. This team about to have 100 points in the middle of the third quarter on their ass. But anyway, that's what y'all signed up for. Y'all say Kyrie not a defender. He a better defender than IT. Oh, he sure defending now? He a better defender than IT? Yeah, because he got a coach that's going to get in his ass. Not one who's going to pat him on the fucking back. Not one who used to be a player that want to be a homeboy. Brian is actually the coach of the Cavs. Brian is the coach, GM, and player. Ty Lue is weak as fuck. Ty Lue, all these motherfuckers don't have more power than LeBron. And I don't understand, at this point, when he know that team poo, J.R. High again. J.R. High. Um, I don't understand why he not exercising all of his authority right now on the Cavaliers. Because he know they fucking poo. Yeah. This is the most I've seen LeBron sit back and try not to cry Crazy. ever. And because he's sitting back like that, like people shouldn't even be trusting him. Because like, he probably on to his next He really probably moved on. Because, baby, we don't see this from LeBron. Yeah. We normally see him crying. Yeah. So he doing Every something. Every year he's talking about what they need and they need to do this. They need he's to looking at teams right now. He is. Honestly, he is. I, I, I wouldn't I, be surprised if he go down team over Houston or damn, I don't know. Man. Who knows? Babe, and I'm, that's why I love doing podcasts with you because, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about that. But, I mean, you got to think about these still people. I read body language. They're still humans. Okay? If I don't do shit else, I read body language between these guys. This guy is clearly detached from this team because they're not doing good. They're the worst defensive team in the fucking league, damn near. Mm-hmm. And he ain't got nothing to say. Nope. He ain't upset. He ain't throwing shit. He ain't crying. Nope. And it's not LeBron like at all. What are you going to do? It's right before the trade deadline. Like, normally he would be, like, making so much static and so much noise about what they need. And he's not doing that right now. He's not doing that right now. So he must don't care about what y'all need because we all know they need something. Mm-hmm. They all, the team got 100 points in the, damn near the third, in the middle of the third quarter. They need something, at least defensively. And he ain't saying, we need a defender. Like last year, he was saying, you need a point guard. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't playing no defense. Okay? So we are where we are. Um... Don't give him no damn benefit of the doubt. Don't give him no damn, oh, I, I didn't see this. I, well, we can't judge this, man. He is clearly detaching his damn team, man. He clearly don't give a damn. He clearly don't care. Brian, I know you're not calling trouble on nobody. Brian, travel boy, <laughs> anybody who ever touched the basketball. That's what he the greatest at. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Clear-cut greatest. Like he did travel right here. Yes, he did. But LeBron has done that several times. Several times. times. <laughs> several times. And basically what I want people to understand with my LeBron James stance is that at the end of the day, I don't want you to think that I hate LeBron James. All right? Because I have respect for LeBron James. I tell my wife all the time, if I was out there playing against LeBron James, which I feel confident in, I don't think I'm going to stop him. All right? That's why I understand he's great at I don't think I'm going to shut him down. But I'm not freaking scared, okay? I do understand he's a great basketball player, but there's a bunch of great basketball players. He's just one of them. No, he's not the greatest ever because in critical moments, he ain't nowhere to be found. This dude taking all these shots. Why are they not playing any defense is the question because they just trading buckets. Cleveland Cavaliers, man. 
I don't know what to do. LeBron James on a fast break. He just traveled right there. See, that gave me one. That was a travel. I swear to leave so biased, bro. They love LeBron James, man. They love him. See, he just added three points to his point shaving for all you LeBron James dick ride fans. I don't think that was the best play ever either, but I know y'all going to say that was part of his stat line later on tonight. So mm-hmm. They gave him three points just then. Melo just about to pull up in this shit. His defense is terrible this year. This is probably, honestly, the worst LeBron James defense of year I've seen. I think so. I think so. I've never seen him on defense be this bad. I've seen him quit before. He used to quit on Kyrie a lot. But this ain't even quitting. He getting beat. This is halfway through the season, baby. You ain't quitting every night. Well, you know, again, he's used to, ever since he's been in Cleveland, like, sitting down for, quote, air quotes, uh-uh. air quotes, rest. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been resting, like, at least 30 games out of the season. Out of the season, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So, this is probably the tiredest that he's been. He's having to play every night. Right. Right. What are you? What's the reason you have to play every night for this dumbass trade? Back to the trade. He ain't used to have to play every night. Well, you know, the league did impl- implement new rules as well. So, they have to kind of have to play unless they're really injured, which they should. They they did because change the rules you have a bit. people paying good money, which I fell victim to. Uh-oh. You have people paying good money to come out and see you play, and you want to sit out, not because you're injured, not because something tragic happened in your family or nothing like that, because Uh-oh. you need rest. Uh-oh. So let's take, it, let's take it back. We're real basketball fans here, and we um were blessed enough, at, had an opportunity during the time financially to afford um a LeBron James game. Um something that I think every basketball fan at least want to see. Like I said, we don't disrespect them. At that point, we're going to see LeBron James. You know, we're going to see this Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson-type name. Um, you know, it's a big name, and it's something you probably only going to see once or twice in your lifetime. So we are headed to go there. And um, my wife, I think, was that a gift? That was a gift. You know, it was nice enough to gift me with that. Um, and at that time... And still, at this moment, we value money. We don't, you know, have it flop, fallen off a tree. So, at that time, the ticket was very pricey. Um, it wasn't a cheap ticket. If I don't know if you ever been to a LeBron James game, he ain't cheap. So, my wife takes me, and I can remember going up there. We were really hyped. We were really excited. We got there on a decent time. The game was about to tip off. We got enough time to get a snack, get, get our seat, and here goes LeBron. And as we're doing those things, what happens? No LeBron. No LeBron. Due to rest. But I did get to see Kyrie, which I, I which at that time, you know, basically we saw the Kyrie team before LeBron mm-hmm. returned to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And that same game would have cost the year before probably $30, $40 for that ticket mm-hmm. to see Kyrie Irving. We paid 10 times that price. Okay. To see Kyrie, which Kyrie did, you know, do his thing, but that's not who we came to see. We didn't come to see just Kyrie. We came to see Kyrie, LeBron. My wife didn't take me out for a gift to not see the prize of that gift. Okay. All right. So my wife became the passionate fan that she is, and she was freaking pissed. Okay. You want to see her pissed? Take her back to that day LeBron James set out on his birthday. <laughs> 
I'm talking about I never felt so helpless in my life. I could not get her to calm down. She was that upset at him. Okay. Three. Wow. I'm gonna keep checking So, um, at that point, it was open house on LeBron in my house. Oh my god! If that boy would have, <laughs> if that boy LeBron cursed at somebody, that thing was getting criticized because rightly so. You know, so he took some money out of our home and decided because he didn't feel well that night, he wasn't gonna do it. So like Rashida was saying, I'm gonna give her that. It's the 30th birthday, and he ain't wanted to play. Uh, for me, like play, like it, like I'm glad the league did. Sit at home if you want to sit. Don't do that on the road. We paid good money to come see you, and you gave us your ass to kiss. And ever since then, we've been giving it right back to you. Is that wrong? Because we're two humans, right? Damn you! 